lot of my friends. What? Yeah, the election helped show me that. Like, I can't stand them. <laughs> a lot of them. Really? You're, you're not supposed to mix like friendship and uh, and uh, politics. And I, I get it now because I just think they're all, a lot of them are so fucking retarded. <clears throat> and their opinions are stupid. And I don't like, and it turns out I don't like people who have different opinions than me. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, okay. As long as yeah. they agree. <laughs> as long as everybody agrees, as as they... that's fine. You know, you're like a millennial. Exactly. Any, I learned any, that about myself. I mean, you really like, you really like these, these millennials, you know, any, um, any pushback or anything hard, they quit and they don't like it. They want to be your friend. So you don't believe in having a intelligent conversation with these people or you giving up on that? Like trying to, you know, sit down, talk about it or. Maybe have an intelligent conversation via social you know media. What? I have, not into that anymore. I have intelligent, I have intelligent conversations with them all the time, and it just annoys me. I feel like I'm getting my point across very clearly. I'm breaking it down. How come you're not getting it yet? How come you still feel differently? Like I'm not just trying to state my opinion for the sake of it. I'm doing it so you can change your mind. And when it doesn't work, I get angry. Really? I'm like you, fucking idiot. What? What else do I need to say to you? I'll tell you what, man, this, <clears throat> I don't know if this, maybe it seems this way every four years, but it definitely seems like uh, this was a very polarizing election cycle, you know, this, I mean, you know, presidential election cycle, you know, this, this time around. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't imagine it being any more polarizing than, you know, Barack Obama, seeing as, you know, all things considered him being a nominee, first black president. I can't imagine it. Could you, do you think that this election cycle, Hillary Trump is more polarizing than, than uh, four years ago? Maybe because of the, the social climate, maybe people are a little bit more sensitive or what do you think? I think we already talked about this the last <laughs> episode. Oh, we did? <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, fuck, let's talk about it again. You asked me the same question, okay. I did. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so yes. You asked me the same question. What's wrong with you? Sorry. <laughs> let's edit that. <laughs> okay. No, nah, but but yeah, so obviously. <laughs> okay. But I mean I was just trying to you know speak to your point about you. Not liking your friends, and I, I was—I assumed it was because of the shit they said about the election. This, this no, time. you're absolutely right. It, it really was. Um, last time we focused more on like the candidates, not so much like the people that we know personally and how they feel about the election. But I just—I feel like I have a lot of um, Hillary supporters and Barack Obama supporters, and I just don't fucking get it. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I'm like, you guys are not paying any attention to anything. You're just not. You like the pomp and circumstance surrounding these people and the identities, the identity politics, but you don't give a fuck about how they're actually impacting your real life. You don't question. care at all. How many people truly know what the fuck they're talking about? I mean, when you, when you break it down, <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, right, out of the 360 mm-hmm. million Americans, right, how many... What do you think the number is of people that actually truly understand the way the government works, the way the elections and everything, the way people are actually nominated, the way it all works? How many? What do you think that number is? I, if it was me, I would say it's less than 1% of the population. Ooh, I, would, I don't know if it would be less than 1%. I think it would be around 15 to 25%. You're basing that based on what? You're pulling the numbers you know, out of your words, ass just like I am. Right out of my ass, yeah. <laughs> you said less than 1%. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds I don't know. Right. I feel like I know a lot of smart people. I read a lot of smart comments on the uh, on the YouTube there. So yeah, there's a lot of smart people out there who get it, who really get it, and and a lot of okay. people who just think they do. Well, I'm basing my number on the amount of people that are actually privy to this information that they could actually know. You understand what I'm saying? So that's kind of where I'm getting it from. How many people could actually know the way shit works? Truly, 
You're talking honest. about like government officials and stuff? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I, you know, how many people actually would know, you know what's going I on? I feel like once really? you read WikiLeaks, you've got a pretty good idea of what's going on. Okay. WikiLeaks is such an invaluable source that exposes a lot of bullshit. And, and if you're not doing that, if you're if you're still reading the New York Times or you're watching CNN, you don't know anything. If you're watching Fox News, you, you know even less. Well, my friends are, too. You know, a lot of my friends are memers. I don't understand. That shit is annoying as hell. They'll post a meme with something that like Trump or Hillary said. And like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, I told you guys. Here's this meme. Boom, drop the mic. Someone actually wrote that. They had yeah. a meme. <laughs> They had a meme and they put drop the mic at the end of it. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was absurd. <laughs> so I want to, <laughs> it was silly. It was nuts, man. No, that's what was crazy about memes is you can make that on your own. You could just do that. That's not, you know, that's not any kind of real information. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't hate memes like you do. I think they're hilarious. They can be uh, hilarious, but that's I not would. where I get my information from. Like, that's fucking retarded. But yeah, it turns out everyone is retarded. Except for me, I took a Pew Research quiz the other day, and I got 11 out of 12 questions right, so I can keep saying whatever the fuck I want, because I know what I'm talking about. Really? You think that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know that. The quiz told me so. Oh, well. Thank you, you internet. The internet quiz told you that you knew what you're you're talking about? Well, you know, what's wrong with that then, Michelle? I'm into y'all. Yeah. Pat yourself on the back for that internet quiz. Way ahead of you, pal. But uh, actually, that's the other thing we want to talk about. Hotep. Mm. Not Hotep, Exactly. We want to talk about self-righteous black people. Oh, self-righteous black people, man. I'm telling you, it's been, I don't know if there's a resurgence or just been like this new thing, this wave of self-righteous black people on my Facebook. I mean, it's it's crazy. I can't even celebrate Thanksgiving in peace. You know? <laughs> I can't, so I'm like, dude, I don't want us a piece of turkey, man. I'm just happy to be off work. Got you breathing <laughs> out my neck. That's this holiday. <laughs> oh, it. Yo, it's the white man's holiday. You know what I'm saying? The white man's holiday. You killed, you know, right from Africa. Uh, you know, what are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? Nobody's going back to Africa. Would you stop? Okay. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? And my family actually lives in Africa. Mm, that's also you know? true. Yeah, my family actually lives in Kenya. You know, my name is We can't go back to Africa. I don't know. Who's going to go back to Africa and do what? Huh? What are you guys going to do when you don't have freaking Popeye's chicken and shit? You know what I'm saying? You like you know, all, all the fast <laughs> so food <stupid>. shit. <laughs> You guys will last like two weeks. <laughs> That's retarded. I guess my point is, I, I don't know what all this revisionist history about Africa is and people talking about, you know, ancient Kemet and all the ancient black people create, build the pyramid. Okay. All right. Fine. Okay. Now that we know that, now what? Now what? When you think about the cultural differences, okay, and exactly what part of Africa are you going to go back to? Mm. Where mm, exactly? That's a good point. That's a very good point. Where are it's you going such to a diverse, it's a huge continent. Several, I mean, yeah, it's a very good point. You know, where are you going to exactly? Where? I don't know. I feel like I, w- I was thinking about moving to Africa a few years ago when I was just really tired of New York. And I was thinking about moving to Ghana. I feel like they're one of the countries that like are... Uh, like, hey, you know, descendants of that diaspora, you're more than welcome to come down and get a citizenship and start working out here. And I thought that was pretty intriguing. You know, it's a very, very well, Liberia. Liberia was made up of pretty much of freed African slaves. After the slaves, oh, after right. the slaves were emancipated here in America, they were able to go back to, well, they were able to go back to Africa and the country they came <clears> from was Liberia, if I'm not mistaken. I could be talking out of my ass, but I feel like that's correct. 
No, I yeah. think you're absolutely right. Actually, yeah. that's another reason I probably won't be moving to Africa because they won't leave Africa alone. And by they, I mean like the powers that be, the the West. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you were the one that was telling me about Libya and how why, why they were really overthrown, why Gaddafi was really taken out. Because yeah. they're not into seeing third world countries or not even, they don't like to see other countries prosper. That's not what they're here for. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, that was a very... Uh... Interesting dynamic that you know, I read. Uh, I read. I read. I can't remember exactly where I read this piece of information, but it was on the internet. Like everybody gets their information, uh, and essentially what they were saying is, you know, Muammar Gaddafi was trying to um, unite all the different countries and nations of Africa, and they wanted to create a currency that was based on the natural resources of uh, the continent, and that would have essentially, you know, mm. put all the other nations of the world, you know, in jeopardy, you know, because obviously. Africa has all those natural resources. H- how true that is, I'm not sure. But from what from what I read, they said as soon as that, as soon as he started to do that, shortly thereafter, he was he was assassinated or killed or whatever. Or oh yeah, place. They, I, Libya was probably liberated. Yeah. I'm sure <clears throat> that's the the key words they like to use. But you know what? I mean, that's such a big part of American history, like in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know for like uh, when you think back to. When I started learning about American history, like the real deal, what was really going on, and I realized that all of our wars, or the vast majority of them, were bullshit. They have absolutely nothing to do with protecting freedom and democracy, and all about resource resource control and power and money. That's when you, how can you have the same kind of reverence? Like, how can you, like, really stand for the national anthem and, like, really go out there and sign up for for the army or any shit like that? After you know the truth, it's got nothing to do. You're terrorizing people all over the world. That's a slippery slope, isn't it? It's a very slippery slope, man. I don't know, man. I don't think so at all. (sighs) Not at all. Not even a little bit. Okay, I'm going to give you one example. Iran, 1958. Mm -hmm. uh, Mossadegh, he came into power. He was very popularized. I mean, excuse me, he was very popular. The people loved him, and he decided, hey, I'm going to nationalize all the oil here so Western governments don't take all the profits. They can start going to the people. And the British oil government at the time was like, nah, that's not going to happen. (laughs) That's unacceptable. So they called in the Americans to help them out, and we got him out of there. We ousted him, and and we replaced him with with like a dictator. He just brutalized the country. That's exactly what we do. We have a history of doing that, of having a coup. Also take over and, and taking one, you know, one dictator or one one leader of a nation out, and, you know, implanting our guy. Does that make us bad? Okay, so for instance, yes. Is, okay, all right. So is the are, are the liberties that we enjoy here in America? Is it worth what we do abroad to other countries? And I'm I'm going to assume you're going to say the answer is no, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're right. That's a good assumption. You know okay. me very well. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you do? One nation has to rule the world, right? One nation has to be an empire. Or, I mean, how how do you how do you live in peace and harmony? How how do you do that? How you? How, you know? <clears throat> well, first of all, you got to scale back. Maybe you don't. Maybe you aren't the richest country in the world. But I need my fucking iPhone. I, I, but that, man. I gotta have my I gotta have my S seven, son. Know. This S seven is pretty I, dope. I, I <laughs> These fucking S7. kids, they gotta die. That's <laughs> I need an iPad, son. <laughs> I get it, but I, I feel like it's, let's call ourselves out on the hypocrisy. Okay. 
it's, it's, it's hypocrisy because we pretend that we care about freedom and democracy and we go out there blowing these countries up for freedom and democracy. That shit doesn't even make sense. Let's blowing up another country ensure your freedom. How? It doesn't. That, it that was a rhetorical question. It doesn't. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's, it's all bullshit. You're all, anyone who's going out there and, and unfortunately these young kids going out to these wars are dying for, uh, for corporate causes. And I like to say it out loud and as often as possible because it's bullshit. We were both in the military. Yeah, we're both veterans, okay, so, by the way. Yeah, exactly. So I can, I, I can say yeah. this shit. We See, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can, can complain. complain all we want. Unlike some of the people that I work with, <laughs> Some people, some people that I know, man, a lot of people that weren't in the military, they have these, have these nationalist views, man. They think America is a one, a, you know, a number one, you know, and they just, I'm like, wow. I mean, Isn't that guys creepy? Are, oh, they want to go and bomb this country and bomb that country and invade this place, but you know, when they were, you know, of, of military joining age, none of them had the balls to do it. Didn't mm-hmm. do it. And all of a sudden, now you want to be a chicken hawk. You want to do this and do that, and for some reason, they're obsessed with World War II. A lot of these old white guys. I don't know what this. <laughs> it was a fabulous war, wasn't it? It's crazy. They had a, they had a great villain, yeah. and all the countries came together. Look at these World War II books, and he reads it. Europe was there. Unreal, man. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. Get, I don't. I think. I think it's because people are disconnected from actual war, like like right. when people are blown up and shit. You 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 can't smell the shit and the piss. You know, you don't see all the blood and the devastation. You don't see, you're, you're far removed or very removed from what's actually going on. Yeah, that visceral reaction to seeing somebody blown to, you know, to, to hell. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of that stuff still goes on in, you know, in, in Iraq and certain parts of Iraq. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, we're fucking drone bombing like seven different countries right now. Thanks, Obama. All right. There you go for that. Yeah. I can't imagine it would change, you know. Obama just took off where, you know. The president before him, you know, Bush Jr., you know, um, initiated the conflict. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you have to understand it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a status quo that has to be upheld, right? You can't yeah. upset the apple cart. You can't. <sighs> How like, can you? I mean, yeah. why would you, Why would anybody think that a candidate's going to come in and actually do anything different? I mean, it's absurd to believe that. You that's can't, true. Are you kidding that's me? That's true. Because even Bernie was like, okay, with some wars <laughs> and some military action. Even Bernie. Right. Right, of course. You have to play so, ball, yeah. right? So powers that be, the powers that be, the people that actually decide who the president is have to hear you say certain things. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, they do. It's really money and control and power. That's what really runs the world. Right. So what do you do then? You got to live in your own little pocket? Do you say, hey, to hell with it all? It's all a rigged system? Do I just, my, I just take care of my friends, my family, and live my own, you know, walk my own journey of life and just take care of the people around me? Is that, is that what you have to decide to do? Because you know we've come full circle now, Michelle. Yeah. You know we've been we've been in many different stages, many different phases where we would want to dissect, you know, um, history and find out how the government actually worked. And then once you figure it all out, you hit a wall and you say, "Wow, you know what? <laughs> what can I do?" That's can- a really good point. Uh, what do, what do you do? Okay, I'm woke now. I'm wide awake. I know every well, not everything, obviously, but I know I know the reality. I know what's really going on. Now what? Now what? Like for real? Well, I say you do things like this. I think the end game is you. You know, you try to do things like this. You get your opinions out there, and you try to bring other people along with you. I mean, you share the way you think, and maybe it might, uh, you know, change the way someone else, you know, thinks. They might have yeah, a, someone who's got some real ideas, some real plans for change. Correct. You might. Yeah. Yeah, you might spark. You might spark something. I don't know. Tupac. 
Yeah, he might spot something, right? Yeah, I saw that interview. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It doesn't depress me like it used to, though. I think um, what I've come to realize is that the more things change, the more they actually stay the same. Like, we haven't changed fundamentally as people. I mean, we're a lot more peaceful, I guess. We don't do the whole... Um, we don't have like pirates raping and pillaging the way they used to and shit. And it's a lot harder to conquer countries. You have to be much more diplomatic, even though we still do that. But uh, more or less with the same. People Absolutely. haven't changed. No, no, they haven't changed. We haven't changed. No, the powerful have always, yeah, powerful have always kind con- kept the power condensed amongst themselves. And the plebs have always been, you know. Kept at bay, kept just cucks. a bit appeased. Ah, that's my new favorite word. The cucks. The cucks. Cucks that's are us. still cucks. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, things don't change. Things don't change, no, no. really. Um, but, it, but, you know, but it's sad to see that um, I have a lot of people that, uh, you know, that I, that I monitor, or I look at, I watch, pass by on social media. They seem to be obsessed with it, right? They're obsessed obsessed with the government and you know how things work and what's going to happen and how to ch- I, I don't I, mean, I don't know man to me it seems like a, that's all a distraction from actually mm. cleaning up your own life doing what you have to do mm, to be that's successful a good point. that's true because regardless of who's in power that doesn't actually change your day to day yeah you got shit that you need to take take care of man your freaking life's falling apart and you want to go out and search the internet for the illuminati or what the hell Trump or Hillary or Obama is doing right or wrong. I mean, give me a break, dude. I think yeah, a lot of people fact. do that as a uh, as an escape, trying to escape their own problems. I think you're on to something. Yeah, I'm definitely guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's what I was doing. Re- I was when I was obsessed with it. It's definitely <laughs> escape my own problems. You're looking for some something else to blame other than yourself. Taking control of your exactly. life. Exactly. It's true. I'm like, well, I don't really got much going on right now. Let's see yeah. how the government's trying to fuck me. Right. And it's just this spider web or this uh, rabbit hole you go down. You go down a rabbit hole. I'm currently watching somebody go down a rabbit hole, and it's it's crazy. Oh, tell me all about it. Well, I'm watching one of my friends just go down a rabbit hole. I'm just. Oh, is he new into- to is he new to some information? Ah, uh, yeah, one of his new guys. He seems like he's you know he's obsessed with shit that I you know was obsessed with when I was 21. Mm, you know, okay. You know, all this new information, you know. You know. Black nationalism and all this stuff. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's cute. It's adorable. Yeah, I get that. Let's see the whole tech thing. It came full circle. <laughs> yeah. It is because I've, I've, I've been. It was internet like, revolutionaries. Aware. The internet, the internet revolutionaries. Like, dude, what do you? Do? Why don't you go out and actually do something? Get off the internet. That's a fact. Well, my mom taught me all this shit, and plus, I went to schools with a lot of teachers who taught us "quote unquote" the truth. And, like, I've been known about, um, like, my own history, the history of African-American uh, slaves, and I'm Haitian, so I know all about Haiti's history. Mm-hmm. So, that all this shit, so it's like when someone tries to tell me now, I'm like, dude, you're, like, 21 years late. Yeah. Like, this is, the, none of this is new. I, I, I know, I mean, I'm happy to talk about it and engage you, but don't try to feel like you're trying to school me here. That's not what's happening right now. I wouldn't mind it so much if they weren't so obnoxious about it. So self-righteous. So self-righteous about it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's so, I mean, it's obnoxious. I'm blacker than you. I'm black. <laughs> you don't man. even know. Oh, you're going to believe in Christianity. <laughs> it was given to us by the white man. I'm like, oh, my God. Jeez. Oh, oh. Oh, boy. Oh, brother. Here we go. You got a lot of those friends? 
Now nah, I got to miss a few of them. Mm-hmm. I love them, though. I love them. I love what they're doing. Yeah. I understand that they're getting new information. And eventually they'll come full circle. They'll come around and understand sure. that, listen, hey, okay, now that I have the information, what do I do now? You have to move on yeah. to something else. You got to live life. You, got, you, you, do. Still, you still have to tr- try to become a successful person in life. That's right? absolutely true. Being upset with everybody because they're not, you know, agreeing with you is not the way to um, be productive. It's not productive. Actually, I heard someone break this down <clears throat> like perfectly. Like sometimes not everyone is ready to hear certain information anyway. That's true. Uh, this is me completely backtracking on my earlier statement of not liking people <laughs> when they don't agree with me. <laughs> but this oh, is what no. I do. Duplicitous self. <laughs> it's true. I can be a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like imagine if you're climbing uh, Mount Everest and you, you know, you're heading all the way to the top, but some people are just trying to go for like a day hike. You've got all this heavy equipment on, you've got all this gear, you've got a tent and you're trying to drag somebody who's just trying to take a hike around the base to the top. They're not equipped. They don't have the right shoes. They don't have the right anything. You know, they're not at that point in their life where they're trying to climb to the top of the mountain. It's not ready for them yet. So you don't go dragging people to to the top of, to, of Mount Knowledge. Yeah. Everything will come in its due time. I like that. Yeah, yes. Oh, shit, Seth. <laughs> but, you know, you also have to make the message palatable to people, right? When you, when yeah, you, when you, absolutely. Like, when you're self-righteous and it seems like you're talking down or talking down, you know, talking down to people, they won't be as, even, they won't be as receptive to the message if it doesn't mm-hmm. come in a certain way. You have to be also to be mindful of that fact as well, right? I mean, yeah, but sometimes I think people want to be the villain when they have like an opposite viewpoint and no one's agreeing with them and no one can really see where they're coming from. They'll be like, well, fuck it. You guys are stupid. Much like I was doing earlier. I really can't stress that enough. But you take somebody like the Hillborough Baptist Church, you know, the people that call like soldiers, funerals, facts. Yeah. Right. I don't think they're trying to actually. you know, get anyone on there to convert anyone. And they're not trying to get people into their church. They're not trying to get people to change their lives. They just like being the bad guys at this point, because that's just not how you get people to change their mindset. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's, it's all, it's also all all the dogma that goes along with it. Right. It's very difficult. It's very, it's very difficult to, to, to live my life based on some shit that people thought of thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, which may or may not be true at all. Right. Yeah. More than, likely, more than likely, it's bullshit. More than likely, because you more know, men had way too much agenda. to do with it. Absolutely, it has an agenda. They're, those men had too much to do with it, and I don't mean men specifically, men with yeah, penises, man. even though I kind of do. But yes, men, they had way too much to do with it when constructing it, and they put their own little agendas in there. Like our mutual friend Wesley, he was the one that actually broke it down for me, and he was like, I "Kind of feel like the Ten Commandments was written by a guy who was like." who had some shithead for kids, who's like, you know what? You're not supposed to disobey your parents. Thou shalt not disobey your parents. And then he was also probably cheated on by his wife. And anyone who cheats on their wife is going straight to hell. And I was like, hey, maybe. I don't know. This whole thing is based off of faith. I I still believe that there's a God. I just don't know if religion has much to do with God, as far as I'm concerned. Very true. I mean, you got to think of the time when religion came about was when people didn't really know that much. Think yeah. about when religion was you know, more or less founded. I mean, think about the time when it was created or its inception. We really didn't really know that much at all about the way things work. <clears throat> so, yeah, they're going to make some shit up. And plus, I mean, what made uh, certain religions more right than others? I mean, the Greek, Greek mythology had some pretty great stories going on. Yeah, How African. come that's all just nice stories? And, and but, the, but some people will die for what's in the Bible. African religion as well, which it seems that 
where where a lot of you know the modern day religion like if, you know all the, the the three main religions Christianity Judaism and Islam from what I can surmise I would still have to study and look back further it seems that they came from African you know African religion hmm more details I'm interested more details to come we'll talk about that okay okay <laughs> I thought you had some right now <laughs> more details to come <laughs>